Welcome, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Hey, 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 hey. What's the difference between fine art and creating with reckless abandon? Are they... That's my African Grey Holly. I am coming to you from the craft room in my home, and Sunny is by my side. Holly is in the kitchen along with the lovebirds, and all is well. Uh, Yes, yes. Uh, Fine art versus creating with reckless abandon. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Let's dig down into this a little bit. Is there an assumption that the two cannot coexist peacefully together? Do we think of fine art as something that needs to be studied, needs to be meticulous, needs to have strategies, skills that are honed to incredible degrees that take hours of work and produce Leonardo and Michael um, Angelo style works, things that hang in museums, things that are honored and passed down from culture to culture, from uh, generation to generation. Um, Now, creating with reckless abandon. That sounds like a kindergartner who walked through floor paint or walked through a sidewalk that was just poured with cement and put their footprints and handprints in it and just toddled on and carried off into the distance. Or uh, perhaps uh, dad was house painting and the uh, little one came along and stuck their hands into the paint and just did some handprints on the sidewalk and uh, ran off all covered in paint and paint droplets. Hmm. Um, an interesting thing to ponder and uh, think about. Um, does creating with reckless abandon somehow take away something from fine art? Are there two completely different lines of thought, lines of thinking? Can the two coexist peacefully? Can they share wall space in a museum? Can they share wall space in your home? Can you use both concepts to create? And do you have fun? Is fun even important? Maybe fun is not the end game. Maybe it is. Hmm. Something to think about. Now, I've lived a lot of my life having to dot all the I's and cross all the T's. And uh, everything had to be perfect. And there were a lot of expectations and uh, um, hoops to be jumped through, uh, rules to be followed. And um, for me... The uh, creation of things with paper um, harkened back to a, and also looked forward to a time where I invited freeing myself from a lot of the restrictions uh, that were imposed upon me and self-imposed as I went along in life. And it became very freeing and fulfilling to be able to create without rules. Um, It was a wonderful experience. And uh, it didn't really matter so much as to what the end result was, but the process and the experience is where the fun and the freedom were felt. And then as I practiced more of this concept, 
I found that I would still stumble across things where I would have issues. Maybe I couldn't do something the way I wanted or get the feeling that I wanted or or design what I wanted. Um, so I started to ask myself, are there ways to introduce easier ways to get to the same point or maybe it's not the same point maybe it's a different point uh, but I could still create something that felt good and was fun to do and I was happy with the result at the end now when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply um, if you train in fine art, um, there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that goes into fine art training. Um, there is something magical and wonderful about the process of really hunkering down, snuggling in, honing in on the little perfect strokes of your brush or your pencil or your pen. I've attempted to teach myself fine art. Um, I'm not formally trained in fine art, but I'm attempting to learn from people who are really good at it and uh, just picking up little tips and tricks along the way. And maybe that's the reckless abandon. Hang on, Sunshine's eating something. He's not supposed to be eating. Sonny, what are you eating? Yeah, no, we're not going to eat. No, 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 no. Scooch over there, boy. All right, now I already gave you snacks and toys. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's interesting when you, uh, hang on, I got to throw monkey cat. Here you go. Go get monkey cat. Okay. (laughs) Life at our house. Um, okay. So there I was, I, you know, I just felt like I didn't want to go to school again. I've been through enough school and, um, I just wanted to learn enough about fine art, um, to appreciate the process. So when I started, studying it, I started with very simple pencil drawings. I figured that's a good place to start, just me, paper, and pencil. And I just watched a lot of YouTube videos of people who were excellent at doing this sort of thing, and um, where I nowhere come near to their level of expertise, but I could learn from them. And I started to understand that art in and of itself is, um, there is natural talent, but there's a lot that's a learned skill. And if these people could teach me how to draw something that actually looked like a flower or something that actually looked like an otter or a butterfly or, or something like that, then, you know, maybe this was learnable. And it's in that part of it, the wonder opened up for me. The ability to think that, hey, maybe this world of fine art was not um, just for certain folks. Maybe me, the average person, could do something and create something that I thought would be wonderful um, and excited and that I couldn't believe actually came from my fingertips and my brain and my paper and my pencil. Um, and uh, it didn't happen overnight and it's a it's a craft in process, but little subtle things, little bits every day, little drawings here and there, another video, another learning one little skill, learning cross hatching, learning shading, learning shapes, shadows, 
how to draw a water droplet, all these, all these little things. Um, I had no idea where I was going to use this, how I was going to use it, but I did find myself falling into this world of mystery where everything felt different. It felt like I was exercising the other half of my brain that I didn't use that much. And um, mostly, um, I used my left side of my brain in my life, and uh, but I really hearkened to want to use more of the right, uh, the creative side. When I was young, I used to uh, take art and craft classes in the summer because I was a, uh, an only child. Parents both worked. They didn't know what to do with me, so they sent me off to these six-week courses in the summer to, um, you know, they were usually given at the local community college or something like that, and um, they pop you in there and, uh, you know, arts and crafts for six weeks, here you go, we drop you off, and there you, you can glue, and you make your macaroni necklaces and stuff like that, and I had a lot of fun, and I, um, I, I realized that my skills were lacking. There were always kids who seemed to be able just to pick up an instrument, a pen or a pencil, and draw a flower without even having an issue. Now, me, uh, I, I mean, a flower always looked like a two-year-old drew it, and I just thought that, well, there you go. That's where the uh, dice rolled. They got the creative gene, you know, and I didn't. And I thought, okay, well, that's fine, you know. Um, we're all different. And um, uh, I had no idea you could learn it. Um, I think somebody forgot to tell me. And then I got all busy with life, and then suddenly there was no time. There was no time to go explore all these other fine little bits and parts and that. Nobody told me this was a skill that could be mastered. I got the concept of practice. I mean, yes, practice. So I had to decide what I was going to spend my time on. And uh, so I just kind of gave up. I just let it go, and I thought that was for other people. And um, later in life, you know, when you get to those points in life, when you start to uh, look back and wonder um, what you missed, um, did you, did you, or what would it be like if, because you've never gone down a certain path before. And uh, so there I was just scribbling with the pencil. And um, I saw a very basic uh, drawing of a medieval town front. Okay, now Sunshine has located a water bottle on the floor. A little plastic water bottle, which is his favorite toy among all others. Little stinker bottom. And uh, so if you hear crinkling, that, that's what that is. Um, hopefully not. It's two rooms away, but we'll see. Um, but then, um, after going through life and you know, working hard, nose to the grindstone, having to do, following the rules, checking the boxes... Thing. Everything was very um, left brain oriented. Um, I felt a sense I wanted to break free of that and, and do something different. And um, I think it may be others' experiences, I'm sure. Um, and also venturing into things I thought I had no right being there. You know, I thought the art world, that is not my forte. Do not go there. It's scary. Or if you're going to do it, you do it in the privacy of your own home where nobody can see your your quote-unquote creations and you just keep them to yourself sequestered deep into a book and uh, squirreled away and uh, uh, in the darkness and um, so that's how it started it started with just sitting down and uh, you know looking at paper feeling paper that was actually the tactile feel of paper to draw on sketchbook paper suddenly started to tweak something in me like, huh, I like the feel of this paper. It's porous, it's dry, it 
catches the graphite as the pencil runs over it. Um, I can smudge the pencil with my finger. I can use these, uh, I think they're called tortillons or something like that, or you know those rubbing sticks that you can smudge the paper with, uh, the pencil with. Um, you could smudge, you could rub with a little um, chamois, uh, you know, and, all, and they had these fancy little um, erasers that like that don't leave little um, you know the snail marks um, or all the little rubber pieces but this you could erase and there would be no um, little pieces or they had this little electric racer that you barely touch to an area it just removes that area so I became fascinated at all these little uh, tweaks and tools I never knew about and um, so I I dove in and hunkered down and had a lot of fun just exploring all these new concepts um, you know, I even ventured into drawing some people, which still uh, freaks me out and is very scary to this day because I think portrait portraits are very difficult because some, for some reason my eye, the eyes float around and the nose isn't quite where it's supposed to be in the mouth. And I know there are ways to get it where you need it to be in measuring. The darn measuring keeps coming in. Um, but uh, I found my own ways around that uh, using my hands to measure um and different things you know trying things on for size what do you got okay that's fine you can have that go ahead go ahead play <laughs> he's like i want to play with you mom i play with you and everybody out there okay here let's see if you can go play with this here go yay <laughs> so much excitement you think he's sleepy all the time it ain't so let me tell you <laughs> he's in a full force play mode right now and we love to play fetch actually we've been playing fetch for about half an hour and he went on his one mile walk so you think the little guy would be tuckered but no no not at all um but anyway for those who are willing and who are able and who are ready maybe to put down the regimented and peel off the rules and uh, take away the need to be perfect and the judgment of oneself. If you're just finally at that precipice in life, that point where you say enough is enough already, um, what would it be like if? And if you walk into that space and maybe, maybe somehow you tap into that little toddler who did stick their hand in the paint and then splutch it and then create something from there, maybe there's a commonplace where both um, both forms of art can exist. Maybe that those skills, those things that we learned along the way, maybe we haven't even learned them yet. That's fine. But um, maybe we can pull from both arenas to create something wonderful. And maybe the wonderfulness is just for us. Maybe just the experience of, of attempting to make it is the thrill. And it really doesn't matter what that thing comes out like at the end. Yeah, hey, it's nice when something turns out pretty and you're, you're proud of it and, and something like that. And, uh, um, hey, you want to go get the bottle? Here's the bottle. Go, go get it. Yay, there it goes. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. Noisy bottle. Um, so I think there is a middle zone. Is it limbo? Is it the zero line in football? I don't know. Maybe we can draw from both sides. Um, if you think of a junk journal as a hundred pages of art, it can be, and it can feel overwhelming. It can feel like, how on earth am I ever going to decorate this journal, or fill this journal, or write in this journal, or doodle in this journal, or create embellishments in this journal to actually 
fill a journal. Um, it seems overwhelming. Um, but if we start to embrace different concepts, like maybe taking one idea and sprinkling it through the journal in different ways, it might not seem so daunting. Um, maybe if we keep a list of different ideas, that's another way to uh, move forward into our art and express ourselves. Because we have something to draw from. Um, uh, we have a depository of ideas. Maybe we can reference back to an old video. Yes, you have a very crinkly bottle. Yes, you do. And everybody knows it. That's right. Now you can brought it here to us so we can. <laughs> okay, let me try to throw it out in the living room. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hold on. <laughs> Whee! There it is. Go get it. Whoa, yay. Okay. It's in the living room now. We might have 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> I really should put a video on the, of this uh, because the antics are, are crazy. Um, but... Something exists in the realm of creative, creating with reckless abandon that is incredibly freeing. It's, there's acceptance, there's warm hugs, there's sense of yes, there's sense of move forward, there's a sense of doing something we've never done, there's a sense of adventure, uh, the, the tickling sense of adventure, uh, there's a sense of never running out of ideas because you never know where your um, hands will take you today. Uh, you may set, up with, set off with one idea in mind and it may turn out into something completely different. I think that's why a lot of my journals end up becoming what I call eclectic because uh, you never know what, what mood you're going to go with as you create your journal. Um, I personally find it more challenging to do themed journals. Some people love to dive into the theme journal and just stick on one theme and they can get organized and they feel good about it and they have a plan and a strategy and it feels good. Um, do what feels good to you. I think that's your best um, compass to follow. Um, and it takes some courage. And I hear from a lot of people who feel stuck. They feel like they can make embellishments, but making that journal, boy, that's that's a biggie. And and really what I want to express to you is, you know, a journal is just a big embellishment. Um, it's just paper. It's just paper sewn or paper clipped or stapled or glued together. And it's just a pile of papers. And um, it's okay to give it a go. And it's okay to make a thousand mistakes. Um we really do learn from our mistakes. I think that's probably the biggest thing to get past. If you can embrace them, if you can hug the monster of your own quote unquote, what we call mistakes, that's where the learning begins. Because once you're standing there looking at it, you give yourself the opportunity to see a way out of it, around it, through it, under it, over it, and you might see new ideas. If you can't figure it out yourself, you have resources. You have all of the internet out there. You have a million people who have walked before you the same path. You can see how they figured it out. You can see how they made it um, 
an easier process. It doesn't have to be a stumbling block. It doesn't have to be um, something that stops you dead in your tracks. Um, and you don't have to make a big journal. You can start with a small journal, just um, a notebook or a booklet. I mean, who, you know, what we give names to. Um, what is a journal versus a notebook versus a booklet versus a you know brochure versus a folio? Um, it's all paper folded into different ways, uh, created upon and presented for some some purpose unknown. And um, uh, so there's a lot of wonder in that area. And I think when you unhook, when you uncouple yourself from the traditional way of doing things, and I don't mean fine art bad, I mean restriction, judgment, um, uh, expectation of perfection, expectation that what was in the mind actually comes out at the end looking like what was in the mind, um, maybe letting that go and, and, and leaving some breathing room for something even better could come about because I was carried away by the winds of my own imagination and I ended up on a new island I never thought I would be on and I'm tasting fruits and I'm bathing in rainbow colored waters that I never knew existed because I took that one step. Okay, that might be a little over the top, but sometimes it can really feel that way because um, uh, I think that if you get stuck in automatron land where you start, uh, your practicing is one thing, but when you start creating the same thing over and over and over and over, at some point your creative in, in imagination is go, going to say to you, okay, you know, we've been there, done that. Can we try something new? Can we please try something new? Can we go off the map here? This might be a little bit fun if we did it this way instead. Let's give it a go. And I would encourage you, when you get that little inkling, listen to it because it's already been building up and maybe the voice just finally voiced itself. But there's a lot of possibility in there. Um, you know, have you involved nature? Have you used crinkly dried leaves? Um, you know, have you played with stickles or gelatos or watercolor? Are you afraid of watercolor because you think that's for other people? It's not. It's for you. It's merely a supply and merely a tool. Um, you know, I encourage, encourage you to try new supplies and tools. You don't have to break the bank. Go find them at your friends or your families or thrift stores or garage sales. There's tons of it out there. Lots of people come and go into the craft arena um, and they unload their stuff in massive quantities and piles. Um, so you can find it if you put your mind to it. Look on Facebook Marketplace. Look on Craigslist. Um, like, you know, garage sales, estate sales, um, antique malls flea markets. I mean, there's a, there's, there's a lot of fun in the hunt. Who are we kidding? So if you're not looking for ephemera, maybe you're looking for art and craft supplies. That's a lot of fun too. And you don't have to break the bank. Um, so I hope this just tickles your little, um, uh, creative imagination to think, you know, um, where are you at on this spectrum? Um, what feels right? What feels good? What feels engaging to you? What is motivating? When do you get excited about being with your papers? Was it, the fascination of feeling newspaper and how that paper felt different from other papers in your world. Um, maybe it was watercolor paper. Maybe it was copy paper. Maybe it was brochures or, you know, who knows? Um, paper bag, you know, paper bag, envelopes, envelopes. They all have a wonderful feel and they're all so different. Um, oh, I feel like making envelopes today. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes, yes. Let's make some envelopes today. I think I'll do that. Okay, maybe I'll videotape it. Oh, yes, why not? <laughs> okay. So there we go, folks. I hope that um, inspires, maybe um, just have ponders, 
quizzical faces, anything like that, I'll be happy. I'm hoping you're all well. I'm hoping you're having lots of fun with your papers. And I would love to hear your stories and your journeys of how you ambled down your path of creativity. So big hugs from all of us. What else can I tell you that is new? Um, I'm putting out some things called signature pages, which are basically digital papers that you can print and download. Um, they're they're going to be in the DigiKit section in my Etsy shop, but um, uh, they're designed so that if um, you want some pretty pages that are lighter, uh, paler, softer, but easy and easy to write on, you can just print these out. I recommend printing them out on the front and the back, and um, you'll have some pretty papers that are already decorated to put in your journal. So some folks like to start with something in there already, and then maybe you can add to those or you can add to your other blank papers or your other book pages or things like that that you put in there but that's a nice option and and there um um, there is no right or wrong way to do this and you are not cheating if you are using pre-printed pages and you're not there's no better or worse it's all up to you to be the decider of what is fun for you so i feel um It's important to be bold. Make those decisions for yourself. Don't let anybody talk you out of what is fun for you. Go have some fun. Go have some fun with the papers that you like to play with and create something today. All right. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.